20 minutes a day in the Word, and you'll have read or listened to the entire Bible in a year. Take a piece of that 20 minutes and let God settle it into the middle of your heart and at the front of your mind to meditate on throughout the day and into the night. Well, you might find that you become like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf shall not wither and whatever he does shall prosper. Will you sojourn with me? Let's get started. Good morning. I hope that you are doing well. I wanted to take a brief minute for uh, two service announcements. (laughs) Um, Number one, I wanted to encourage you. We're almost, we're more than halfway through reading through the scriptures in a year together. I wanted to just remind you how important it is to take a moment of quiet and silence in prayer before the Lord. Um, We're kind of reading through a lot of content, even though it's only 20 minutes long. And the distractions are abundant in our life. And so um, we just encourage you to take a minute, pause before you even start. Say, Lord, help my mind to stay focused right now. Allow my heart to be involved in this process. And then press the play button again and keep kind of going. I just wanted to remind you of the importance of of stopping and praying before you do that. Every time that I read each of these 20-minute segments, I'm always stopping And I take a moment before I even begin to read and just ask the Lord that he would uh, bless me in this time and bless you in this time for your reading. The second thing is I did get an announcement or a a notification somebody sent in wondering why um, I wasn't reading the book of Chronicles in the order that I was doing it. Um, The Bible reading plan that we are using is in the show notes and it sort of does it in terms of grouping things together properly. And when it's doing that, because we're reading a psalm or a proverb every day, we're actually going to be reading through the book of Psalms and the book of Proverbs two or three times throughout this entire process, um, while also being able to read all the rest of the scriptures within a year's time frame. So we are going to be reading through 1st and 2nd Chronicles. It's just that it is um, after we get through these major prophets here. And then we get into the story so far, it kind of gives us, and you'll see why as it sort of jumps back again. Anyway, I hope that helps. So our reading for this morning is Ezekiel chapters 45 through 48. Moreover, when you divide the land by lot into inheritance, you shall set apart a district for the Lord, a holy section of the land. Its length shall be 25 cubits, thousand cubits, and the width 10,000. It shall be holy throughout its territory all around. Of this there shall be a square plot for the sanctuary, 500 by 500 rods, with 50 cubits around it for an open space. So this is the district you shall measure, 25,000 cubits long and 10,000 wide. In it shall be the sanctuary, the most holy place. It shall be a holy section of the land belonging to the priests, the ministers of the sanctuary, who come near to minister to the Lord. It shall be a place for their houses and a holy place for the sanctuary, an area twenty-five cubits long and twenty and ten thousand wide shall belong to the Levites, the ministers of the temple. They shall have twenty chambers as a possession." 
you shall appoint as the property of the city an area 5,000 cubits wide and 25,000 long, adjacent to the district of the holy section. It shall belong to the whole house of Israel. The prince shall have a section on one side and the other of the holy district and the city's property. The bordering on the holy district and the city's property, extending westward on the west side and eastward on the east side, the length shall be side by side with one of the tribal portions from the west border to the east border. The land shall be his possession in Israel, and my princes shall no more oppress my people, but they shall give the rest of the land to the house of Israel according to their tribes. Thus says the Lord God, Enough, O princes of Israel. Remove violence and plundering, execute justice and righteousness, and stop disposing my people, says the Lord God. You shall have honest scales, an honest ephah, and an honest bath. The ephah and the bath shall be of the same measure, so that the bath contains one-tenth of a homer, and an ephah one-tenth of a homer. Their measure shall be according to the homer, The shekel shall be twenty geras, twenty shekels, twenty-five shekels, and fifteen shekels shall be your mina. This is the offering which you shall offer. You shall give one-sixth of an ephah from a homer of wheat, and one-sixth of an ephah from a homer of barley. The ordinance concerning oil, the bath of oil, is one-tenth of a bath from kor, A core is a homer or ten baths, for ten baths are a homer. And one lamb shall be given from a flock of two hundred, from the rich pastures of Israel. These shall be for grain offerings, burnt offerings, and peace offerings to make atonement for them, says the Lord God. All the people of the land shall give this offering for the prince in Israel. Then it shall be the prince's part to give burnt offerings, grain offerings, and drink offerings at the feasts, the new moons, the Sabbaths, and at all the appointed seasons of the house of Israel. He shall prepare the sin offering, the grain offering, the burnt offering, and the peace offerings to make atonement for the house of Israel. Thus says the Lord God, In the first month, on the first day of the month, You shall take a young bull without blemish and cleanse the sanctuary. The priest shall take some of the blood of the sin offering and put it on the doorposts of the temple, on the four corners of the ledge of the altar, and on the gateposts of the gate of the inner court. And so you shall do on the seventh day of the month for everyone who has sinned unintentionally or in ignorance. Thus you shall make atonement for the temple. In the first month, on the fourteenth day of the month, you shall observe the Passover, a feast of seven days. Unleavened bread shall be eaten, and on that day the prince shall prepare himself and for all the people of the land a bowl for a sin offering. On the seven days of the feast he shall prepare a burnt offering to the Lord, seven bulls and seven rams without blemish, daily for seven days and a kid of the goats daily for a sin offering. And he shall prepare a grain offering of one ephah for each bull and one ephah for each ram, together with a hin of oil for each ephah. In the seventh month, on the fifteenth day of the month, at the feast 
he shall do likewise for seven days according to the sin offering, the burnt offering, the grain offering, and the oil. Thus says the Lord God, The gateway of the inner court that faces toward the east shall be shut the six working days, but on the Sabbath it shall be opened, and on the day of the new moon it shall be opened. The prince shall enter by way of the vestibule of the gateway from the outside and stand by the gatepost. The priests shall prepare his burnt offering and his peace offerings. He shall worship at the threshold of the gate. Then he shall go out, but the gate shall not be shut until evening. Likewise, the people of the land shall worship at the entrance of this gateway before the Lord on the Sabbaths and the new moons. The burnt offering that the prince offers to the Lord on the Sabbath day shall be six lambs without blemish, and a lamb without blemish. And the grain offering shall be one ephah for a ram, and the grain offering for lambs as much as he wants to give, as well as a hin of oil with every ephah. On the day of the new moon it shall be a young bull without blemish, six lambs and a ram. They shall be without blemish. He shall prepare a grain offering of an ephah for a bull, an ephah for a ram, as much as he wants to give for the lambs, and a hin of oil with every ephah. When the prince enters, he shall go in by way of the vestibule of the gateway, and go out the same way. But when the people of the land come before the Lord on the appointed feast days, whoever enters by way of the north gate to worship shall go out by way of the south gate. And whoever enters by way of the south gate shall go out by way of the north gate. He shall not return by way of the gate through which he came, but shall go out through the opposite gate. The prince shall then be in their midst. When they go in, he shall go in. And when they go out, he shall go out. At the festivals and the appointed feast days, the grain offering shall be an ephah for a bull, an ephah for a ram, as much as he wants to give for the lambs, and a hin of oil with every ephah. Now when the prince makes a voluntary burnt offering or voluntary peace offering to the Lord, the gate that faces toward the east shall then be opened for him, and he shall prepare his burnt offering and his peace offerings as he did on the Sabbath day. Then he shall go out, and after he goes out the gate shall be shut. You shall daily make a burnt offering to the Lord of a lamb of the first year without blemish. You shall prepare it every morning, and you shall prepare a grain offering with it every morning, a sixth of an ephah, and a third of a hin of oil to moisten the fine flour. This grain offering is a perpetual ordinance to be made regularly to the Lord. Thus they shall prepare the lamb, the grain offering, and the oil as a regular burnt offering every morning. Thus says the Lord God, If the prince gives a gift of some of his inheritance to any of his sons, it shall belong to his sons. It is their possession by inheritance. But if, he, but if he gives a gift of some of his inheritance to one of his servants, it shall be his until the year of liberty, after which it shall be returned to the prince. But his inheritance shall belong to his sons. It shall become theirs. Moreover, the prince shall not take any of the people's inheritance by evicting them from their property. He shall provide inheritance for his sons from his own property, 
so that none of my people may be scattered from his property. Now he brought me through the entrance, which was at the side of the gate, into the holy chambers of the priests, which faced toward the north. And there a place was situated at their extreme western end. And he said to me, This is the place where the priests shall boil the trespass offering and the sin offering, and where they shall bake the grain offering, so that they do not bring them out into the outer court to sanctify the people. Then he brought me out into the outer court and caused me to pass by the four corners of the court. And in fact, in every corner of the court there was another court. In the four corners of the court were enclosed courts, forty cubits long and thirty wide, and all four corners were the same size. There was a row of building stones all around them. All around the four of them, and cooking hearths were made under the rows of stones, all around. And he said to me, These are the kitchens where the ministers of the temple shall boil the sacrifices of the people. Then he brought me back to the door of the temple, and there was water flowing from under the threshold of the temple toward the east, for the front of the temple faced east. The water was flowing from under the right side of the temple, south of the altar. He brought me out by way of the north gate and led me around on the outside to the outer gateway that faces east, and there was water running out on the right side. And when the man went out to the east with the line in his hand, he measured one thousand cubits, and he brought me through the waters that water came up to my ankles. Again he measured one thousand and brought me through the waters. The water came up to my knees. Again he measured one thousand and brought me through. The water came up to my waist. Again he measured one thousand and it was a river that I could not cross for the water was too deep. Water in which one must swim. A river that could not be crossed. He said to me, Son of man, Have you seen this? Then he brought me and returned me to the bank of the river. When I returned there, along the bank of the river, were very many trees on one side and the other. Then he said to me, This water flows toward the eastern region, goes down into the valley and enters the sea. When it reaches the sea, its waters are healed. And it shall be that every living thing that moves, wherever the river goes, wherever the rivers go, will live. There will be a very great multitude of fish, because these waters go there, for they will be healed, and everything will live wherever the river goes. It shall be that fishermen will stand by it from En Gedi and En Eglam. They will be places for spreading their nets. Their fish will be of the same kinds as the fish of the great sea, exceedingly many." But its swamps and marshes will not be healed. They will be given over to salt. Along the bank of the river, on this side and that, will grow all kinds of trees used for food. Their leaves will not wither and their fruit will not fail. They will bear fruit every month because their water flows from the sanctuary. Their fruit will be for food and their leaves for medicine. Thus says the Lord God, These are the borders by which you shall divide the land as an inheritance among the twelve tribes of Israel. Joseph shall have two portions. You shall inherit it equally with one another, for I raised my hand in an oath to give it to your fathers, and this land shall fall to you as your inheritance. 
This shall be the border of the land on the north, from the great sea by the road to Hethlon, as one goes to Zedad, Hamath, Barathah, Sibraim, which is between the border of Damascus and the border of Hamath, to Hazar Hadakon, which is on the border of Horon. Thus the boundary shall be from the sea to Hazar Enon, the border of Damascus, and as for the north, northward, it is the border of Hamath. This is the north side. On the east side you shall mark out the border from between Haran and Damascus, and between Gilead and the land of Israel, along the Jordan, and along the east side of the sea. This is the east side. The south side toward the south shall be from Tamar to the waters of Meribah, by Kadesh, along the brook to the great sea. This is the south side toward the south. The west side shall be the great sea, from the southern boundary until one comes to a point opposite Hamath. This is the west side. Thus you shall divide this land among yourselves according to the tribes of Israel. It shall be that you will divide it by lot as an inheritance for yourselves, and for the strangers who dwell among you and who bear children among you. They shall be to you as native-born among the children of Israel. They shall have an inheritance with you among the tribes of Israel. And it shall be that in whatever tribe the stranger dwells, there you shall give him his inheritance, says the Lord. Now these are the names of the tribes. From the northern border along the road to Hethlon, at the entrance of Hamath, to Hazar Enan, the border of Damascus northward in the direction of Hamath, there shall be one section for Dan from its east to its west side by the border of Dan. From the east side to the west, one section for Asher by the border of Asher. From the east side to the west, one section for Naphtali by the border of Naphtali from the east side to the west. One section for Manasseh by the border of Manasseh from the east side to the west. One section for Ephraim by the border of Ephraim from the east side to the west. One section for Reuben by the border of Reuben from the east side to the west. One section for Judah by the border of Judah from the east side to the west shall be the district which you shall set apart. 25,000 cubits in width and in length, the same as one of the other portions, from the east side to the west with the sanctuary in the center. The district that you shall set apart for the Lord shall be 25,000 cubits in length and 10,000 in width. To these, to the priests, the holy district shall belong. On the north, 25,000 cubits in length. On the west, 10,000 in width. On the east, 10,000 in width, and on the south, 25,000 in length. The sanctuary of the Lord shall be in the center. It shall be for the priests of the son of Zadok, who are sanctified, who have kept my charge, who did not go astray when the children of Israel went astray as the Levites went astray. And this district of land that is set apart shall be to them a thing most holy by the border of the Levites. Opposite the border of the priests, the Levites shall have an area 25,000 cubits in length and 10,000 in width. Its entire length shall be 25,000 and its width 10,000, and they shall not sell or exchange any of it. They may not alienate this best part of the land, for it is holy to the Lord. 
the 5,000 cubits in width that remain along the edge of the 25,000 shall be for the general use by the city for dwellings and common land, and the city shall be in the center. These shall be its measurements. The north side 4,500 cubits, the south side 4,500, the east side 4,500, and the west side 4,500. The common land of the city shall be to the north 250 cubits, to the south 250, to the east 250, and to the west 250. The rest of the length alongside of the district of the holy section shall be 10,000 cubits to the east and 10,000 to the west. It shall be adjacent to the district of the holy section, and its produce shall be for food for the workers of the city. The workers of the city from all the tribes of Israel shall cultivate it. The entire district shall be 25,000 cubits by 25,000 cubits, four square. You shall set apart the holy district with the property of the city. The rest shall belong to the prince on the one side and on the other of the holy district and of the city's property. Next to the 25,000 cubits of the holy district, as far as the eastern border, and westward next to the 25,000 as far as the western border, adjacent to the tribal portions. It shall belong to the prince. It shall be the holy district, and the sanctuary of the temple shall be in the center. Moreover, apart from the possession of the Levites, and the possession of the city which are in the midst of what belongs to the prince, the area between the border of Judah and the border of Benjamin shall belong to the prince." As for the rest of the tribes from the east side to the west, Benjamin shall have one section. By the border of Benjamin, from the east side to the west, Simeon shall have one section. By the border of Simeon from the east side to the west, Issachar shall have one section. By the border of Issachar from the east side to the west, Zebulun shall have one section. By the border of Zebulun from the east side to the west, Gad shall have one section. By the border of Gad on the south side toward the south, the border shall be from Tamar to the waters of Meribah by Kadesh along the brook to the great sea. This is the land which you shall divide by lot as an inheritance among the tribes of Israel. And these are their portions, says the Lord God. These are the exits of the city. On the north side, measuring 4,500 cubits, the gates of the city shall be named after the tribes of Israel. The three gates northward, one gate for Reuben, one gate for Judah, and one gate for Levi. On the east side, 4,500 cubits, three gates, one gate for Joseph, one gate for Benjamin, and one gate for Dan. On the south side, measuring 4,500 cubits, three gates, one gate for Simeon, one gate for Issachar, and one gate for Zebulun. On the west side, 4,500 cubits, with their three gates, one gate for Gad, one gate for Asher, and one gate for Naphtali. All the way around shall be 18,000 cubits, and the name of the city from that day shall be, The Lord is There. Psalm 44 We have heard with our ears, O God. Our fathers have told us. 
the deeds you did in their days, in days of old. You drove out the nations with your hand, but them you planted. You afflicted the peoples and cast them out, for they did not gain possession of the land by their own sword, nor did their own arm save them. But it was your right hand, your arm, and the light of your countenance, because you favored them. You are my king, O God. Command victories for Jacob. Through you we will push down our enemies. Through your name we will trample those who rise up against us. For I will not trust in my bow, nor shall my sword save me. But you have saved us from our enemies, and have put to shame those who hated us. In God we boast all day long, and praise your name forever. Selah. But you have cast us off and put us to shame, and you do not go with our armies. You make us turn back from the enemy, and those who hate us have taken spoil for themselves. You have given us up like sheep intended for food and have scattered us among the nations. You sell your people for next to nothing and are not enriched by selling them. You make us a reproach to our neighbors, a scorn and a derision to those all around us. You make us a byword among the nations, a shaking of the head among the peoples. My dishonor is continually before me, and the shame of my face has covered me. Because of the voice of him who reproaches and reviles, because of the enemy and the avenger, all this has come upon us. But we have not forgotten you, nor have we dealt falsely with your covenant. Our heart has not turned back, nor have our steps departed from your way. But you have severely broken us in the place of jackals and covered us with the shadow of death. If we had forgotten the name of our God or stretched out our hand to a foreign God, would not God search this out? For he knows the secrets of the heart. Yet for your sake we are killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Awake, why do you sleep? O Lord, arise, do not cast us off forever. Why do you hide your face and forget our affliction and our oppression? For our soul is bowed down to the dust. Our body clings to the ground. Arise for our help and redeem us for your mercy's sake. Thanks for joining me again today. Don't forget there's often a second part to this podcast and you can easily submit your questions and comments by going to allenwood.church, clicking on the podcast tab and using the form on that page. The very first link in our show notes will take you directly there as well. Be blessed today.